Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are very much knee deep in tech and it is actually episode 50. Yay! Which is kind of a milestone. It is the 5th of October 2018 and at least my brain has just cleared customs going back <laughs> to the to, to Sweden. Yeah, I I for one went out and had my first customer meeting at half past eight Monday morning after we arrived home. That's pretty impressive, I'd say, because I woke up at 10.30. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I've had, I haven't had that much trouble with the jet, la- jet lag. I have more sh- a bigger challenge going west than east yeah and I'm, for some I'm, reason i'm kind of um i'm kind of jealous about that because going west is no issues at all for me going east was apparently a bit of a mess because i was not myself until yesterday that would be thursday i would say it's due to age i'm sure you would yep. just you wait young man <laughs> so we've just come back from ignite and what an amazing experience that was. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased and, and I have had many customers asking me about it. And to me, this was probably the best Ignite uh, that I've attended in terms of the mix between networking, new content, uh, and the general experience. I, for one, I'm probably the only one who liked the Vision Keynote and the vision that Microsoft... No, no, I yep. agree completely. Yep. It was amazing. Yep, but many think otherwise but i would i would have to say that the people that think otherwise are generally more geared toward technical stuff yep. correct yep right and as we are pretty fond of saying the technical side is pretty easy the issue is is people yeah thus the the vision keynote was exactly that pretty visionary and and high level yeah and i think it's also important to remember i think i said that at one point in our, one of our ignite podcast that's the Vision Keynote were also a joint keynote between Ignite and Envision. Correct. And Envision is for CIOs. Correct. So that's the kind of keynote that they were expecting. Mm. Um, so in, in my opinion, it's a great keynote, a great content, great conference, very pleased, but of course, very tired. Um of course, it's a I tough mean, week. It is indeed a tough week. It is no, in no way, shape, or form a vacation. No, I worked harder during that week than I have done for a long time. Yeah, and it's it's like Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive: Stay on the trail, sleep next month. Yeah, that's pretty much the the, the <laughs> general feeling that I have. The challenge is that we have so much to do this month. I know, uh, but then came Monday. Then came Monday. Perhaps the weirdest is probably not the word to use, but the most unexpected Monday. I had totally forgotten about what Monday were before something happened. Because prior to Ignite, I realized that, yeah, Monday is Monday. Monday is Monday as in October the 1st, as in new MVPs are going to be announced. Yeah. And the thing was, I was uh, actually at the the, um, the hairdresser <laughs> and I saw a couple of tweets of friends in the uh, SQL family and the data platform community that received MVPs. And I thought, that's amazing. They are great people. Congratulations. 
and didn't think very much more about that. Then I came home and found the email. Yeah. The email that stated that I had been awarded the MVP award. Yep. And I was just completely blown away. My wife came by and asked me, why are you just standing there with your, your mouth hanging open? And I showed her the email. So that, that was just amazing. Then, then I gave you, um, I, I, I sent a text to you. Yeah. And, and um, you responded by calling me. Yeah. Because uh, simultaneously, while you were at the hairdresser, I did something else. Um, and when I, real, when, uh, when I was done doing that, which shall not be named. Uh, I also had received an email. Right. And apparently from the MVP award. Yes. And the reaction I had was probably a bit more dramatic than yours. Uh, my wife either thought that I was having a heart attack or that someone close to me had died. My daughter started to cry like the baby she is and then i just fell to the floor literally that is a somewhat more um impressive reaction that i had but again i am older and wiser yeah and so today this podcast is delivered by one enterprise mobility mvp and one data platform mvp yes and the reaction i received from you when i called you and that was prior to you knowing that I also had received the award, uh-huh. was ice cold. Really? Because you didn't know who was calling you. No. E- either it was a um, a Simon who had not received the award, yep. and that have, would have been, I wouldn't say awkward, but it would have changed the dynamic of this um, enterprise. Dyna- already dynamic duo. Yes. But fortunately... Uh, we, that was that was not to be. No. So and we are both MVPs, and that is an amazing opportunity. We are we are so thankful for for the opportunity. Yeah. And this past week has been just amazing and absurd. <laughs> yes, I think absurd is a very very useful word here because it's it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. It's, and and the best part I would say of this, because when, when when we had received it, we posted it on social media. Mm-hmm. And the response I've received and you've received as mm-hmm. well on those posts has been just mind-blowing. Through the roof. I would never ha- I never would have thought that so many people would be so encouraging and so happy and so just great people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Yeah, the, the stats for those posts have been through the roof and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and that's, to me, as valuable as the title itself. Absolutely. And it's all about community. We could never have gotten to where we are without this amazing community yeah so as as thankful as we are to to microsoft i'm i'm doubly thankful for these opportunities yeah to the the microsoft community yeah. and for everyone who 
has been supporting us for for years really yes uh in so many different ways um from people that have attended our uh, sessions to people that has been encouraging us um reading our blogs yeah interacting on social media yeah the whole nine yards yep thank you very much thank you so <laughs> did we did, did anything happen at ignite or have we already discussed everything about ignite we haven't discussed everything but i think we'll get back to that when more and more features actually get released yes. or um yeah it's impossible to cover it all yes well um, and, and it's also or, or always interesting to hear about new and fun stuff but you can never say with certainty which things are going to be more popular than others no and in many cases the fringe the weirder stuff that nobody really talked about turns out to be the absolute star yeah and that's interesting looking at windows weekly other podcasts um, online newspapers everything i don't remember an ignite where the reactions have been so mixed in regards to which of the features were the most important one so I've seen people talking about Microsoft Search mm -hmm. as the most important feature they released. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen that for the certification and learning experience. I've seen that for AI-infused everything, Win32 app deployment with Intune. There are so many features that people find the most interesting feature. And that's not mentioning AI, IoT, other Azure services um so there are there's so many features that could have the potential to be game changers yes and that kind of when when you ask many people were there any big announcements at ignite surprisingly many say well no not so many real big ones but then you sit down and start to enumerate what actually was released yeah and it turns out that, yes, it was. There were so many interesting things, so many uh, kind of surprising things. And again, we, we don't know exactly what's going to be, become widespread and what is, what is not. No. And also, many features are minor features in the way that they possibly wouldn't fill an entire session or be something for a keynote. But they make already existing services more complete or integrates services with each other um so it's hard to like you say to find one or two really really big and important features or announcements mm. but everything combined is really the announcement that microsoft it's they're getting there they're getting their story together both from a microsoft 365 perspective a dynamics perspective and from an azure perspective and also um hybrid cloud or hybrid infrastructure perspective absolutely it's more about the the uh, complete picture than the individual pieces of the puzzle yeah which is kind of amazing yeah and then the news kept on coming mm -hmm. because we also had uh, a microsoft event on October the 2nd. I can only say sleek <laughs> and black. Black. Uh, Microsoft announced new 
versions of the Surface Pro, so the Surface Pro 6, the Surface Laptop 2, the Surface Studio 2, and Surface Headphones. Right. So we'll we'll work through them. The the most important thing about the Surface Pro 6, I would say, that it, it's a new um, chipset, so the 8th generation uh, Intel um, that would be the CPUs. K, no, not the cable lake. That the would be the coffee, coffee lake. Yeah, coffee right. lake, uh, and also quad core for the first time. Yes, and it's now available in black. Yep. The other important th- uh, announcement in regards to that were also that the battery life has bump- been bumped up a little to thirteen and a half hours, as opposed to twelve. Yeah, I think it was something like that previously, right. uh, due to the CPU. I would assume. Definitely due to the CPU, because it has a markedly lower uh, um, power requirement, but still has an amazingly much higher uh, speed. Yeah, definitely. I I heard something around 50% better. That's for service laptop. I would say so. So the oh, right. performance could the performance increase could be a bit lower on the Surface Pro, but I True. haven't seen numbers for that. Right. Um, so that's great. It's also the cheapest and. I would be doing air quotes now if anyone saw us. The cheapest Surface, new Surface, um, as of yet. Cheapest, but definitely not cheap. No, so the cheapest of them is $899. Uh, available to pre-order today, actually. Wait, from... what? $699 for the uh, Pro 7, uh, 6. No. $899 for the uh, Surface laptop. No. Really? Yeah, $899 for the Surface Pro. Nine ninety nine, if I remember correctly, I look up the, the figures later on. Nine ninety nine for the Surface Laptop. Cool. But, and this is important to remember, that's with a Windows Ten Home license. Right. So if Wait, you want, what? Exactly. Home. Oh. So they are actually lowering it to probably hit the consumer market better. But if you want Pro and also the a better. Uh, insurance and warranty for it, which uh-huh. comes with the um, Pro SKU of the Pro, which right, makes right, no sense right. at all. Uh, that's $100 up for the Pro and $200 up for the laptop. And I haven't really been looking into the specs, but it could also be that they add a TPM chip, for example. But I, I need to review that. But if you want a Surface Pro or a Surface laptop with Windows 10 Pro, it's not the lowest prices you should be looking at. Right. Rather the business skew of them. Right. And again, the uh, type cover is extra. Yeah. The pen is extra. Yeah. Uh, so if you want the complete package, buy that or buy a Surface laptop. Well, yes and no. I'd say there, there, as I've worked with the Surface laptop for, what is it now, half a year? Yep. Uh, there are two very different tools yeah of course of course they are and i um if i would were to buy a new um surface device i would still go for the pro because i actually use it as a tablet fairly frequently yeah and the thing is i didn't think i would miss that functionality but some days i actually do so yep. maybe i would be better suited with a surface book yep in could the be. future could be Right. Uh, so the Surface Laptop, new chipsets there as well. There you have a better 
a higher performance increase. Yep. And they are also available in black. And that's pretty much the only changes made to them. Yep. Which leaves out one glaringly obvious oversight. Where is USB-C? But uh, that's... Uh, in a way, uh, yes, they should have a USB-C. Mm-hmm. But I actually had... They should do it as they did with the Surface Studio and the new Surface Book. Instead of replacing the USB Type A, replace the Display Port. Yes, 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 that, yes, that would be absolutely, the obvious thing. absolutely. Um, and, and Windows Weekly, their last episode, so released Wednesday, had a really good discussion on that, and everyone agrees that yeah, you should have a USB-C connector, mm. but not remove the other USB port. No, I agree. I agree um, completely. And and we, there are many many uh, theories about why but we will see there there is there's uh, theories about it from a marketing perspective technology perspective whatever right um to be completely honest i would probably use the usb connections more but i have so very few devices that requires usb c still Yes, today, yes. Yeah. But given the, the next version cannot no. be without USB-C. And that's one of the theories that they want because the, it's ah. really not a new No, device. it's kind of an interim. Yeah, so the next one would probably be a, a bigger redesign of it. Right. We're going to um, need to call up Panos and, and see what his yeah. opinion is. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. So that's great. Then they had the new Surface Studio. That does not have a mechanical hard drive. Yay! Yay! Yeah, so two terabyte SSD, which is great. New mm-hmm. NVIDIA chipset, uh, new CPU, but still the seventh generation, if I understood it correctly. Oh, okay. So they are they are trailing one generation behind with the CPUs. Do uh, you know what kind of GPU there's inside of that thing? I haven't reviewed the specs but for it's that fairly yet. Powerful. Yeah, fairly powerful for that form factor, at least. Yep. Um, and an even better screen. How is that even possible? I have no clue whatsoever. Because that thing is by far the most vibrant and beautiful screen that I've ever seen. Yeah. So we'll... And that's not available in black. The screen? It's it's black on the front when it's turned off, yes. But ah. the, the backside of the screen isn't black. Okay. It's only available in gray. Gray. But that's fine. Right. Uh, and I think it's hilarious to see the amount of tweets from people saying, yeah, if someone is buying the new Surface Studio, could I buy your old one? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Everyone wants the screen. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Is there going to be an uptick in the the secondhand market for the studio? I would say so. Which is very interesting. Yeah. And I believe they also have improved the inking on the screen. Mm-hmm. So you now have the same functionality as you go, got on a Surface Pro. Uh, it will have more depth, uh, inch, um, points of depth. Mm. Depth. Mm. Depth. 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 I think we have the name for this episode. <laughs> the, 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 the depth. Depth, 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 depth. Depth. Uh, depth. depth. Uh, so that that's an amazing device. I still want one. Mm-hmm. And again, it's... It, the, the last Windows Weekly episode was really good. Uh, Mary Jo Foley had a discussion with one of the leads of the Surface Studio. Mm-hmm. 
And she asked about them delivering a separate screen with the same technology, and they didn't deny it, at least. That's something? I, that, that It's very loose, and ask Mary Jo about it. Uh, listen to Windows Weekly, and, and you will hear the arguments about that. I would love that. And I think it would make sense. You buy a Surface Pro or a Surface uh, laptop or a Surface Book, and then you connect it to your Surface screen. It makes sense. Would you say that that screen would have the same um, mechanical benefits as the... Yeah. Sur- okay. So, the, so, the so exact, it's basically an empty Surface. Yeah. So the exact same design, but without the PC. Yeah. Let me put it this way. Shut up and take my money. Yep. Because I'd buy that for a dollar and... Yeah, a and lot I more. think that would also open it up for other organizations that for various reasons can't buy Surface. But sure, they could and, buy a screen. And it would also dramatically increase the uh, the lifespan of, of that thing. Definitely. Because I, I, I still remember my iMac. Yeah. I bought a 27-inch iMac many, many years ago. And I had it until it died yep. after six years. And that was due to um, solders popping loose in the GPU. Yeah. So when it got warm, well, I got shorts. Yeah. But that was the only reason I, I switched it out, it, despite the fact that it was old and, and clunky. Yeah. But the screen was just amazing. Yeah. It worked for what I was doing with it. Yeah. And then we had a new Surface product. Mm-hmm. Surface headphones. Yes. Which I'm buying. It, that, that was an understatement. Point. You just pretty much called me up and said, I'm going to have new headphones. And I didn't even get a, hello, it's Simon. You yep. just said, I'm going to have new headphones. Yeah. Uh, and, and we know very little about them. It doesn't matter. Simon's going to buy them. Of course. Yes. Because um, they have a Microsoft logo. Yeah. And they also look... Like it's it's a perfect productivity headset. The headset I use today, uh, even though it's it's UC certified and so on, it doesn't feel as productive as my old Jabra did. This one feels a lot better and looks, in my opinion, and I love huge headphones. Looks way better. And I'm kind of curious. How would you rate productivity in a headset? How do you define a productive headset? Good microphones. Mm-hmm. That, that's the most vital thing, I would say. Um, for meetings. For meetings. Right. Yeah, so, so I want to use it for meetings. That's what I use right. it for. Right. Um, noise cancellation, which this headset have, and 13 different levels of noise cancellation. We, 13. 13. Okay. Which enables you to be as... I wouldn't say inclusive, but for lack of better words, you can decide how integrated you want to be in your environment that surrounds mm-hmm. you. Yep. Uh, so if I want to be a part of a conversation that goes on next to me, but I'm still listening to something, music, webinar, or whatever, I, I could do that. Uh, if I need to, like when we're flying, I want to order something, I right. don't need to remove the headset. Yep. Um, but it's also about connectivity, and that's what I'm looking forward to trying out. So how easy it is to change between devices with the headphones. 
do they come with a dongle or do they just do Bluetooth? Bluetooth as far as I'm aware. Okay. And they have USB-C as Wait. well as the Surface Studio. <laughs> huh? It's it's charged. Oh, right. With so, USB-C. okay, okay, nice. Uh, so I'm looking forward to those. It's also Cortana integrated, mm. which for us Swedes means close to nothing Not still. Not so much yet. But it's still cool. <laughs> I, yeah. I can do cool. Simon likes Microsoft hardware. I do, I do. Um, it's a great event. They also introduced a number of other, or announced a couple of other features. Mm-hmm. So to-do integration with Outlook.com. Right. Which is great, and that probably points to that we will be getting to-do integration with Exchange Online and so on in Outlook. Right. So the to-do app will be replacing tasks in that perspective. And the to-do app, is that the rebranded Wonderlist? Wonderlist? Yep. Right. Yep. And I still use Wonderlist. I have to-do as well. They're good at different things. Mm. Um, at some point, they will shut down Wonderlist and mm. go full to-do. Um, but I hope they won't do that until they have the integration between all other services. Yeah. So we'll see. They also spoke a lot about the the Your Phone feature in Windows 1809 and coming upcoming versions of it. Right. So the ability to have an almost instant sync between your Android phone and your PC, which would enable you to send text messages, review your lost taken pictures from the phone on your machine, and the thing to introduce now, which isn't available yet, but will be soon, the ability to mirror your Android screen on your PC and use apps from your Android phone on your PC. Mm. Which, in, in my opinion, is it's great. It enables you to, again, be more productive. I do not need to take focus from my PC when I'm doing work and look at the phone. So that's that's something I'm looking forward to. Um, and also, news item for the Microsoft Launcher for Android, which will now get timeline support. The Launcher for Android, does not does, does that look anywhere near the old Windows phone? launcher thingy yes and no you have some abilities which probably more resembles the live tile functionality mm-hmm. um i would say it's more about cleaning it up right it's it's very clean you get the bing uh pictures as background so this bing spotlight mm-hmm. um and you get a number of different features and also cortana because i i heard uh, i think it was an op-ed piece that pretty much stated that Microsoft is turning to Android for its phone operating system. Yeah. So instead of, of doing a new Windows phone, they are shifting towards... Yeah, they are enhancing Android. Yes. Which, in a way, makes sense. Yeah, it's way easier for them to enhance Android than it is to enhance iOS. Because they can't touch iOS. Exactly. And, and that's... That's a shame in one way, since Android will probably get a number of features which just isn't possible to get for iOS. I agree, but this might, and you heard it here first, people, this might be the first nail in the coffin for my iOS device. I'm as shocked as I were 5 o'clock Monday. Good. I'm happy to oblige. And I'm happy to be a part of that journey towards a better life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, about that. That's a whole different episode. Uh, Yeah, but timeline, 
have I've read some things about it, and I think the consensus is that it's it's going to be interesting when it actually works yep. flawlessly. Because as with every new piece of technology, there are going to be some issues. Yeah, and you also need app adoption for that. Sure. You have it for Office, you have it for Edge today, but I I would like to see it for other apps as well. Uh, I can't from the top of my head say which apps I would like to see but there are other productivity apps there are um, some other apps that I would like to see uh, which I guess and looking at it from from a line of business app perspective that would be really useful yes so the easier Microsoft makes it to rewrite apps to support timeline the better yep just imagine how great that feature would be for someone working with elderly care or healthcare yes. just to change between your different machines log on and everything's there as exactly as it were when you left off mm. that's that's a feature that costs a lot of money to implement today for many health providers absolutely and this came in it came a few years ago in in apple and and mac os yeah but it took ages and ages before it actually worked consistently so i really hope that they are going to squash the main showstopper bugs pretty quickly yep, yep. also windows 10 18 09 were released tuesday right it's downloaded and ready to go yep uh windows server 2019 has been released as well right uh, people are still waiting for it to get out to vlsc and so on but it's available on msdn and other download portals sure it's, it's out there and that's the the most important thing yep and also a new technical preview of config manager but we'll leave that for next week i think we actually have to do that because we are just about hitting the 30 minute mark yeah and i'll be evaluating the the tp of config manager until next week um, yep so i'll give you my impressions on that and uh, hopefully some new intune features and i'm going to be then. traveling next week me as well. I'll be doing a advanced Windows troubleshooting course in, in Gothenburg. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. And also uh, a course on uh, an, an overview course of Microsoft's workspace or workplace offering. Oh, nice. Uh, for our customers. So that will be really interesting. And you will be... I'm going to be part of the Secret Relay. Yeah, that's Which cool. is a, a five-day uh, basically relay race with pop-up free... Secret Server Training. Yep. Uh, and I will be joining in Birmingham and Reading. So two dates. That's cool. It's going to be awesome. Yep, definitely. Well, we will most definitely see you next week. We will. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.